0: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Hi, this is the audio version of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review. You can watch the video version and take part in a future episode at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Is that Shane McMahon over there? Any chance of a job? You want to get some exercise? Oh, people! Come on to the rock show! Come on to the people show! Come on to the premiere show! Smackdown!
2: It's the 19th of April, the year of our Lord. The year of our Lord.
1: The year of our Lord. What?
2: 2001.
3: A Space Odyssey.
2: There you go. <laughs> I hope that doesn't get picked up by the mics.
1: <laughs> it's just me giggling into the ether. Yeah. People What's watching new? the video go. So Tom just laughed for no reason. how is that different to anything I do for this channel? I'm just laughing at his own jokes again. Three stars. Well, someone has to. Someone has to.
2: Emma Button is still number one in the UK normal charts. The normal charts? That's right. Burn, Baby, Burn (laughs) by Ash is number one in the indie singles chart. I
1: was going to say, what's the number one in the abnormal charts? Is it just some bloke screaming into a fridge?
2: Bridget Jones's Diary is the one in the UK box office. Good for it. Or Bridget Jones's Fridge. <laughs> <is> the, <one. laughs> the home of Bridget
1: Jones's Dairy. <laughs> I've had about four hours sleep, mate. We're going to be you in You can't grave. take four.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I Need You, the one album by Leanne Rimes. <laughs> and Manchester United pay a British record fee of 19 million quid for Rud van Nistelrooy. The 24-year-old PSV Eindhoven a Netherlands national football team striker, was due to join the club last year. So transfer was put on hold
1: by injury. Oh, oh, poor man United have no way. It's PSV Eindhoven, I think. Just, Eindhoven. In, just, in, just in case they're listening. I'm sure they are. I'm sure the Eindhoven masses yeah. are in their classes. And
2: what better way to signal at the end of the Attitude Era as we know it, the downfall of the current product, This week's big game release: The Simpsons Wrestling. Oh
1: no, that was this week. Oh, how depressing! (laughs) (laughs) The wrestling boom period is truly over. You're damn right, I'm over. I'm from I'm from the generation
2: of kids that rented this, thinking, boy oh boy, it's a video game. It's The Simpsons. It's wrestling. All three of these things
1: individually are amazing, so together we're sure to get a shit sandwich. It really was. I'm just having a quick look to see, uh, like, what the critical reception was of Simpsons Wrestling, um, according to oh, Roger Ebert. Gave it uh, two stars. The Simpsons Wrestling received generally unfavorable reviews, according to review aggregator Metacritic. They criticised the game having simplistic, unbalanced gameplay and bad graphics, but praised the audio track. Uh it's Doug Perry of IGN described the Simpsons Wrestling as one of the ugliest games he's ever seen. The most horrific demolition of a license ever. <laughs> Wowzers. <laughs> oh, it's awful. It is awful.
2: Definitely up there with the, the best forced gimmicks, like uh,
1: what was that Disney film in the pinball? I forget. <laughs> Funny you say that. Because this isn't related at all. Scott Steinberg from the PlayStation uh, review of the PlayStation. Oh, the, Steinberg brothers, yes. oh, the Steinberg brothers, yes. The Steinberg brothers. It's like we have 33 and a third percent chance of playing the game. Uh he says for next generation, a horrific license to beat them up that is so terrible, it will actually make you grateful most companies opt for cart races instead. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's a great review. Yeah.
2: God love them. Ah, but all that was happening in the ugly. Cell shaded world of 2001. <laughs> what, oh, what, oh, what, oh, what is the guy from Star Wars episode one saying his name over and over again was happening in the beautiful <laughs> nostalgia-filled world of wrestling? Mm. The question of that. And many other questions that you didn't want to ask but we're going to answer for you can be found right now. The dulcet tones of Matthew and his compatriot his some confidant, say confidant Some say lover It's bullshit artist <laughs> Tom Campbell.
1: This is the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown podcast.
2: Tom, how the hell are you? Oh,
1: good, mate. We're recording this a day earlier than we normally do, which means that we have access to where we used to record ah. the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review. Um, due to uh, scheduling, we moved where we record to the, the other office, which is why if you're watching on Patreon, it looks a little bit old school. That is why. But I'm good. As I say, I'm on four hours sleep I know. I just had that thing where I woke up at three in the morning and like all the things I have to do in the next two days just went rushing towards my brain. <laughs> mm. By the time this goes out, uh, it'll be it'll it'll have been Alex's birthday. Oh, so um, I guess I can say it now. It she had a surprise little gathering last night because she had to work her birthday. Mm. I tried to get her out of her shift, but I couldn't. Um, so she ended up working her birthday and then. And then I, I arranged to meet her at our favorite restaurant. And uh, I said, I said, I'm running late. You'll have to meet me there. To which uh, all her friends were there. Oh. So that's nice, isn't it? It's nice. I'm a nice boy. Oh, that's lovely, I'm a mate. nice boy, I am. You're full of surprises. I man. am full of surprise. Boom! There <laughs> he has another surprise. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm really good. Try to think what's happened since I last saw you. Um... I had some nice messages about how honest I was at the start of the last podcast, which is nice. Good. Yeah. Glad. Yes. And thank you. I'm fine. I am fine. I think it's sometimes nice to, I think a, a handy reminder that whilst I am having a lovely time most of the time, I'm not having a lovely time all the time. But then none of us are. No. None of us are having a lovely time all the time. That would be weird. Um, so yeah, bringing it to the fore, I think it's randomly helped a couple of people which has been very very nice. How are you more importantly? I'm good. genuinely good. Yeah. Cuz last week, I think I said last time
2: I'd poisoned myself. Uh, yeah, you you'd got a bit I'm poorly. a bad lactose intolerant person. But this week it was like Sunday I'm like, oh, I'm cured. I feel
1: great again. My brain's doing things. Just the audio. Fantastic. I'm just I was doing it on the sly. Just cuz you were a little bit low and I was just popping you up there. Oh. A little bit high, a little bit low. Thank you. So, I right, am doing magnificent right now. i
2: Happy to be doing this. I also have been up for a while today as well because even though I did the stuff last night because I want to bed early, thinking I want to get a nice bit of rest. My brain went, great, you'll just get up with your usual amount of sleep. And I went, no, I want to have a bit of a line. No, no, no 7 a.m., nice and sharp. I'm like,
1: oh, and you know,
2: you have those when you wake up, you go, it's way too early, but I know I'm not going to get back to sleep. It's like, oh, yeah. I might as well do stuff. So, I've watched NXT. Yep,
1: <laughs> that was the thing. And it turned my brain went, you know what? I, I probably would have had a better job in bed. I think I think that we both had weird night's sleep because we were both very wired because we recorded commentary for North Wrestling yes. last night at time of recording. So I think whenever we do like the the adrenaline in my soul, yeah. something, something Cody Rhodes is still running for a little mm. while after. Mm. So there's a that's part of uh, the reason why I think neither of us slept very well. So, just putting that into the world, yeah. But it was, it was good fun, though. Uh, north, uh, find at north underscore ncl on Twitter,
2: yeah. Proven that there is more to northeast wrestling than just uh dodgy. <laughs> Should we even bring it up? No,
1: you know what? <laughs> that's that's ugly world of reality. we discussed this yes. Beforehand. Boo reality, boo. Finest what? wrestling in the northeast belongs to north wrestling. Thank you, yes. What was happening
2: in the hologram filled. Wonderful dreamland that was 2001, April
1: nice. 19th. Nice. Was there holograms in this year? Yeah, well,
2: well I don't want to give away any spoilers.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, that sounds exciting. So, uh, if you're first time here, hello to you. Uh, oh. In a short while, Matthew's going to walk us through and talk us through this week's episode of SmackDown as we are on our way to Backlash 2001. Man, I don't think uh, we're about two weeks out from backlash at this point, so we'll get to it in a bit. But before Matthew does that, I like to paint a little picture on my Bob Ross canvas of what the wrestling world looked like in this particular week in the year of our Lord 2001. Man, I don't think. Um, now it's we've got one more match left for it, one more game left for it, which which was brought up in this week's SmackDown. But the XFL season is pretty much over. You're damn right, You're right I'm damn- over. <laughs> I've got it in my notes. You're damn right. I'm over. Um, figure four weekly writes for the April quarter, uh, WWFE uh, estimates were lowered for $20 million. The actual XFL losses were listed at $38 million, which would mean a stunning $76 million loss on one quarter since the losses are split, including NBC. The WWF expected to lose $15 million, which puts uh, numbers and numbers and numbers. Basically, they are losing a lot of money as a result of, uh, of the XFL this year. Um, it's really depressing, the numbers that they're pulling in. Uh, WWF, as a, as a result of it, though, WWF are set to, uh, to to lose money this year, when it looked like they could have got away with making money. Yeah. They're actually going to be losing money this year. Uh, however, in amongst all that, they are spending some money. $7.5 million is being spent rebuilding the marquee and the arch that once framed the Paramount Theatre in Times Square. What? What? Um, the five story gateway on Broadway is scheduled for completion in June and it will lead people right into WWF New York. And there'll be a nice WWF <laughs> logo on the marquee. So that's why they're investing.
2: All right, guys, Vince, XFL's not doing too good, but it's okay. What? Well, we've got a big arrow <laughs> pointing towards WWF <laughs> New York.
1: <laughs> that's a lot of pasta. Now we've got sell. We've got to, we need to sell some of this pasta. it has gone very badly. Now, because WWF are looking to make losses uh, as a result of the, uh, the, the, the the monolith that is the XFL, you'll be surprised to know that they have cooled their jets a little bit on the WCW reboot. Uh, I I hadn't thought about XFL being. This is an off-on effect from that. Ah, So, I mean, there's a couple of mitigating factors in this, Uh, because there was the last week there was all this conversation. They've had they've they've booked arenas and venues for WCW shows. They've had meetings with potential backstage talent and potential. star signings they've signed a bunch of guys but they've decided actually we're gonna we're gonna stop this for now we're gonna cancel all the venues that we booked before we cost any more money because we don't feel confident in launching this brand with the the money that it needs and the star power that it needs as well mm. because here's the thing they've hired about 30 odd WCW stars but none of them really outside of Booker T are like top tier lads and we don't have him yet. We don't officially have him yet, but we're only a couple of weeks so, away from getting him. So right now, who is the biggest star that they currently have? Jeez, the biggest star? they There isn't any. There's none. Not there even, not even none. Ray. Oh, no, they don't have Ray yet. Yeah, no, no, no. They won't have Ray for another year or so. Um, in terms of big stars that they signed, I haven't got my notes from last week in front of me. But, I mean, without Booker T, not, not counting Storm? Booker T, Maybe. it could potentially be Landstorm. Storm. And Mike awesome! God,
2: it would look like those two or five live house shows they did. Oh,
1: God, yeah. And they don't want to relaunch with anything less than the best if they can. Um, And and that's going to be difficult because all of the top lads in WCW have signed with Turner. And they have had meetings. Some of them have had meetings with WWF and they've all gone, no, we ain't budging. See you in a year, which is maybe why they put the stoppers on it for now. They might think we're just going to hold fire for a little bit and see how we go. But they just do not have the confidence at the moment to launch it. There are a few people that are going to do well from it. One of those being John Laurinaitis. First time we really get some mentions of John Laurinaitis on the classic SmackDown review timeline. I think he's been mentioned in the past because
2: he signed for WCW near the very end. Was the, and I remember PowerSlam briefly mentioning, oh, wow, they thought somebody would be here to be a voice for the lads because he's a former worker and All Japan
1: and all that. And apparently he was just described as just another yes man. <laughs> and you're right. He did sign a multi-year deal with WCW just before it went bump. He then signed uh, for the WWF, which he's always about to sign with the WWF. Uh, but because of the nature of his WCW contract, he's being paid out from that. While signing a new deal with the WWF, so he's basically getting double dip. He's about to make out like a bandit. Oh right, because the wrestlers would have
2: had deals where you can't wrestle anywhere or, or else you void your contract. But I guess him doing what does he signing? Did we have to do? What's his position? Um it will that will be under
1: an underneath role for Jim Ross as talent relations Right, so done talent relations, yeah. So people doing those roles are alright double dipping. Yeah. It seems like well, yeah, okay. I, I think mitigating circumstances all round, but that's one to keep an eye on. So John Laurinaitis could be about to make double dip. It'd be great to say, ha, wrestlers can't rest anyway, because that's fine. That's no problem with me, pal. I'm a that's okay, dude. Uh Eric Bischoff has well and truly moved on uh, from his WCW fusion endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> and and clearly it's given Matthew an allergic reaction
2: Sneeze, sorry I'm allergic to bullshit
1: Um Figure 4 reports, Eric Bischoff resurfaced this week as the new Executive Vice President of Development for MattRats.com. Oh, he loves bringing this up in 83 weeks. Go on, read the description. So he received his official release from Time Warner last week, immediately signing a a two-year deal with Matt Rats. Uh, The Digital Artisans Guild is the parent company he signed with. They're an indie promotion based out of Calgary, uh, with the backing of Mandalay Sports by Jason Hervey. Uh, And the plan is they're going to put on shows with 14 to 21 year old teenagers to young adults, uh, which they will show via the Internet. Wacky. I know using the power of the Internet. uh, They write to help build the image. Teenage girl models have been hired to sit in the audience and swoon during the tapings. Oh, boy.
2: I I resign
1: already. (laughs) I'm going to go work at Mad Rats. Uh, Figure Four writes, What are the downsides to the idea, aside from the fact that it seems doubtful that a wrestling company of this nature directed at this type of audience could do any business touring, is that the shows at this point must be downloaded off the website. But they're enormous files. It's pretty much futile to attempt to download unless you've got a DSL or cable modem. And I still haven't been able to see a full episode of the show. Get yourself on LimeWire,
2: Brian. I mean... Like wrestling development. I mean, it's one wrestling show, Brian. How much? How big is it? Four megabytes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in 01, forget it. But I know. Yeah. I think Bischoff said many times he was being brought up on it three weeks. It's been a while, but he does tend to regurgitate like a, a mother bird feeling its young, mm-hmm. saying no. He was only like mentioned very briefly, and he's just his name has been associated with this forever, but he barely did anything with it. I think. Anyway, Matt Ratz, I believe, it was the Canadian one, right? It wasn't. Right. It. They had the cage with uh, platforms on. I remember that. i seen a bit of that. I I, I think
1: they did. And there's a really young, like, Jack Evans, I think, was involved. Jack Evans was, I think, one of the few that came out of there. We'll yeah. get a little yeah. roster to listen as we get yeah. closer to seeing this thing get underway. Maybe TJ Wilson, I want to say. But, yeah, yeah, we'll get closer to that. Matt Ratz. Teddy Hart, I seem to think, was involved in it as well, Oh, probably, yes. uh, there think they got they a bit go. of Teddy Hart action in there as yeah, well. Yeah, thank you for lightening the mood. Don't worry, because if Matt Ratz isn't your bag, if if a young federation of young talent isn't your bag, don't worry, because Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Hart have just had a, a major meeting scheduled with Universal Studios on May the 1st. They've been trying to get something started nationally, which I believe, says the Wrestling Observer, would include a television deal with Fox Apparently, this will be the day they either get the red or the green light on May the 1st. The red and yellow light. The Hulk is in the house. Check him out. Check him out. I mean, like, the wrestling is at this point on its arse. But I think if anybody could potentially go in with a pitch, I still think Hulk Hogan's got that power. I really do. Do you? If Hogan went into Fox and went... Brothers. Well, no, wrestling. they they did do this with the XWF. That's what's coming. Yeah. And it didn't. But they, they nearly did. <laughs> they you nearly watched, did. Have you watched the DVD? Oh, man, we came so close to being the best. Oh, we could have been so great. We could have been so great. If it had been for the, the dark, God darn money people not wanting wrestling. Yeah.
2: Yeah, apart from the fact that no one wanted
1: wrestling on the TVs right now. We could have really had it apart from that. Yeah, with this close. Scott Hall, flavored news. Scott Hall has been working a few shows for Intense Florida Wrestling. Do you know who owns Intense Florida Wrestling?
2: Floridian.
1: No, I don't. John Tenter. Oh. Uh, He beat Tenter in a singles match for control of the company. Uh, He returned last week with his first ruling Tenter versus Major Force. Uh, and himself. Major force. Oh, sorry, no, no. Tenta versus Major Force in a handicap match. If Tenta wins, then he, Scott Hall, would arm wrestle him afterwards for control of the company. Tenta won, then beat Hall in the arm wrestling match. Wrestling. Wrestling. Ge- General Force was accompanied by his uh, uh, <laughs> underling, uh, General Knowledge. <laughs> Great. Uh, Also, congratulations to the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Steve Carino. Oh, okay.
2: That's all right. Yeah. Carino gets involved in a weird series of title change around this period between him and Gary Steele. (laughs) And? And Hashimoto. (laughs) There you go. And there's footage of Gary Steele, God bless him, defending the NWA prestigious NWA World title in England lots of those matches online <laughs> and you can just pause and count the number of fans on Aww. two sets of hands and then this guy's like yeah Ashimoto come over here oh okay. there's another Japanese guy he defended it against It's like oh right oh it's um, oh. Mike Rapada." I and mean, then Mike Rapada kills him for a few years yeah yeah yeah, yeah great
1: looking forward to that I am Mike Rapada. there you go come back down 7 all is forgiven um <laughs> <laughs> two more bits to do um would you like first would you like the state of this brilliant memphis show or wrestling fans are poor and stupid which would you like first we'll do memphis first because i thought memphis was deep it is but memphis championship wrestling whilst they've lost their tv show they are still running shows Apparently, oh, okay. uh, April nineteenth in Jackson, Tennessee, they ran a card with several top WWF wrestlers. So presumably, Wait, I thought, yeah, yeah, that, exactly. So this is what I'd heard as well that Jerry Lawler was. They either said it's me or Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Whether or not something's been struck with another promotion, whether or not something's been struck with the company to go. All right, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. have our guys. Really, we were just pulling your leg. But they sent a bunch. So WWF sent a bunch of guys to Memphis uh, for this, this this ridiculous show, right? Uh, here's the card. Rod Ray, Rod Rageous, oh. a.k.a. Rodney from the Beans Street Party. Go Rooney. Uh, beats Spanky, brackets one of Shawn oh. Michaels' students. Now under a WWE developmental deal. Wait, so Spanky he said so, Spanky lost? Spanky lost <laughs> to Rod Rageous. Like conspiracy Radius. to me, Tom. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've got this crazy idea. Uh, Simon Diamond beats Seven, who will go on to be Kevin Thorne, I believe. If it's the right it's guy. Simon Diamond. One of my um, boys. Diamond came to the ring with his fiancee, Dawn Marie. Oh. There you go. There were ECW chants during this match. Of course of work, as it were. Uh, Shooter Schultz is another one of Michael's students. Uh um. beat uh, beat literary uh literary King Pete Gass. <laughs> <laughs> the Haas brothers oh. beat Christian York and Joey Matthews after a oh, wow. run-in from Kurt Angle. What? That's a lot of names just thrown at us. Kurt Angle and the Haas brothers hanging out on this show as a uh. as, a, as, a, as a one off team angle beta test. Oh. Mm. Right, Charlie and uh, Russ, I believe. Or yeah, Rus. Charlie and Russ Haas. Right. Uh, Farouk and Bradshaw got the biggest pop of the night as they beat ECMO and Matty Smalls. Ekmo's one of uh, the Samoans, isn't he? Uh, yeah, they both are. Who's small? Two Samoans related as they are. Uh, two Samoans related as they all are to Rikishi. <laughs> they uh, worked out. They even work as the Island Boys. I think Matty. Oh, Smalls that might be then. Rosie? Yeah, it must be then. I will check that. Matty
2: Smalls is one of those like, haha, little John names.
1: <laughs> Matty Smalls, wrestler. Robin um, yeah, it was Rosie. Forest. So this is, oh, okay. this is this is three minute warning. Yeah. It's a three-minute warning versus the APA. Right, three-minute warning, team angle. Mm. Very much like 0-3 right now. Gets better. American Dragon beats William Regal. Mm. And a match on a period, again, Regal says lovely things about Yeah, Mr. he loves From the Observer. Yeah, Dragon is another of Michael's students, said to be maybe the best of them all. His only drawback mm-hmm. is he's really small. He ain't going to cut it in WWF. <laughs> well, I mean, at this time, they're absolutely no right. Chance. Yeah, of course. No chance. But Give some time. it is funny. Um, Crash and Molly Holly beat Steve Bradley and Victoria. Nice. Uh, Bradley should be either in WWF or the new WCW soon. (laughs) Who was Steve Bradley? I don't remember Steve Bradley. I was hoping you'd know. Nah, not a clue. Sorry, pal. Sorry, Steve. Uh, Lance Cade beat Joey Abs to complete the Mean what? Street prosy triple threat of the oh, night. Oh no! Don't worry. There's there's some shift gunner at the R.F. New York. <laughs> <laughs> they can wash dishes. Um, Cade, another one of Michael's students. This should tell you how good a trainer Shawn Michaels was because he brought three these four guys to one tryout match last year and all four got signed on the spot. Yeah. So Lance Cade, Joey, so what did he do? Uh, he beat Joey Abs. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah. And then the main event was Chris Benoit beating Kurt Angle by DQ when the Haas brothers ran in. And then York and Matthews came out to make the save for Chris Benoit. Oh. And that is a that is a fun old night in Memphis. Good god. There's a lot yeah. going on there, isn't Wow. There? It's a fun show. Yeah. It's like a fun time. Anyway, it doesn't matter because wrestling fans are poor and stupid. <laughs> Go on. Um from figure four. Gallup conducted a poll in March. Gallup. 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 They do they do like um. <laughs> Polls and studies and things. What did Gallup do? Gallup? Gallup. Never heard of
2: Gallup. Well, Gallup have done a study. I'm like, great, great question. About the study? No. They're
1: a a global analytics company. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. They're a global analytics company. Some guy. No, no. no. Hi, I'm Michael Gallup. Yeah. (laughs) I've done a poll. (laughs) She was from Gdansk. Um, Gallup conducted a poll in March, focusing on the top 11 sports in America. Uh, football top the list. 66% of Americans considering themselves fans. Ah, wrestling, That's came... a victory for XFL. Cool. <laughs> it certainly is. Vince will class that as a win. Wrestling came in dead last. 15% of the country admitting to being fans of wrestling. That sounds about right. Um, the survey well, revealed... Did say
2: what was above them?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, the other night, so it so we went baseball at 56%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. College football at 53%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Figure skating at 50%. What? Uh, college basketball... Professional basketball, auto racing... College was above professional? Yeah. Uh, Right. Uh, Auto racing, professional golf, professional ice hockey, professional tennis, Uh. and then professional wrestling. So tennis... Professional tennis
2: wasn't even that big in America at that point, was it?
1: No, but it was more popular than wrestling, according to this survey. Wow. Wrestling fans tend to have less formal education, the survey revealed as 22% of Americans with a high school diploma or less are fans, compared to just 6% of Americans with a college degree. Similar patterns are also evident by income. Although it finished 10th ahead of only wrestling, the demographic breakdown was quite telling. Tennis fans are likely to come from higher socioeconomic backgrounds, as those with more education and higher incomes are much more likely to be fans of the sport than are those with less education and lower incomes.
2: Yeah, got to figure that out. Therefore, found tennis
1: court, the right gear, the rack and stuff. Wrestling, you just, you basket, just basketball hire should... an armory and take a sweaty mate. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, the reason that Raw was preempted every year on USA for the US Open Tennis, even though Raw ratings always killed the tennis ratings, was because advertisers felt tennis fans were more affluent and had more money to spend. So even though more people watched Raw, mm. richer people watched the tennis. Yeah. Which is why they could sell advertising for the US Open much higher, uh, despite the fact that the viewership was much lower. Oh, okay. Mm. That actually makes sense. Confirming that wrestling fans are poor and stupid. Could do the Mama Muscles? Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the Mama Muscles, as was the style at the time. <laughs> Let's slow it down. Way down. <laughs> He does a good podcast now about beat-em-ups. He does. I like his little
2: nasally Canadian voice. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: little nasally yeah. Canadian voice. Welcome to Matt McWessell. <laughs> what the happened? You make him sound like a Canadian Tony Blackburn. <laughs> well, what happened, my darling? Um, <laughs> the number in the chat is Brian Adams. Mate, this is amazing. Sunday Night Heat. Sunday. Oh, no one said that sentence ever. Go this, on. Opening match on Sunday night heat. Go on. K Quick beats Meng. Fuck
3: off. <laughs>
2: wow. <laughs> okay. They're okay. both for the Knackers' yard, so I mean.
1: K Quick's beat Meng.
2: Was he literally turned into glue after the match?
1: <laughs> I think he turned to glue mid match. Um, the Holly Cousins beat X Factor. Weird booking. No! Weird booking, yeah. Oh, on the show that no one watches. Oh, very clever. Credible wears long trunks now. That's probably why they lost. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> but then <laughs> Meltzer. I think was this this was Meltzer, was it? No, no, no. This I think was the observer. This was this is figure four. Because... Oh. <laughs> finish! Oh, saw a spike, sneak in and hit Credible with the Dudley Dong. <laughs> Dudley Dong. <laughs> dong. <laughs> Dudley Dog! <laughs> the Dudley Dong! He hit him with his t- <laughs> I love
2: Hit the... me with your best cock!
1: <laughs> Blow me away! Oh then Perry sat and beat Raven. No dongs involved. Oh, that sounds dull. So that was he. Um let's go he hit, him, he hit him with floppy! Hit him with <laughs> Floppy! Hit him with his penis! Dudley dog. The Dudley Dog. That's great. <laughs> bless you, bless you, Brian. Anyway, <laughs> SmackDown. I'm supposed to follow I'm that. Set the table nicely, guys. For a classic oh, yeah. review. Oh yeah, I'm hyper wrestling now. <laughs> oh, you stupid, unaffluent thickos, <laughs> thickos. Fuck off, All Got right, you... dipshits. This is a podcast. All
2: right, so Triple H takes on Pete Sampras,
1: see title (laughs) on role. Nobody watched, but but somebody paid seven million pounds for an ad
2: spot. Three people watched, but they made a killing. (laughs) Sorry, it's Jeff Hardy, not Pete Sampras. They're easily mixed up. Uh, Triple H tells us Jeff Hardy may have his rematch tonight, but I, Triple H, will end his existence during the match, which is like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt Hardy barred from ringside which is fair enough, given that that's how he won the match on SmackDown. Fair enough. Triple H grins as Jeff kicks out of countless moves. And then Jeff delivers a top rope Frankensteiner, however, missing the Swanton Bomb afterwards. Steve Austin then shows up to batter Matt Hardy as Matt is watching backstage on a monitor. Lita, who's at ringside, goes to check on her lad. Austin stares at her on the ramp. With Jeff distracted, watching Lita stare at Austin, Triple H pedigrees Jeff to win. Matt and Jeff get more CTE after the match, but they weren't that bright to begin with. Um, however, Austin Triple H then turn their attention to Lita, but here comes Kool Kane!
3: <laughs> yeah!
2: And his brother, Crime Inc. Uh, they show up, they run them away, and the team of Dunal- <laughs> double denim are scared. <laughs> witty wee, whitty woo, we're in Nashville, TN. Here's Regal to say... Hello, hello, bloody hell to all his good friends in Nashville. But tonight, right now, he wants to see the team of Cool Kane and Weed Inc. <laughs> Regal advises the pair of them to stay away from Double Denim. And they'll keep away from you, because they're a good bunch of chaps. There's a good lad. Oh, and Kane can defend the Harco title right now against Rhino. Cheerio, Pip Pip, who won the Ruddy War? So Edgie, Christian, and Rhino, <laughs> the team of Wreck, show up. So Undertaker stays around because uh it's no DQ. And obviously Undertaker is eager to sell for the Canadians. I'm <laughs> putting <laughs> oh, I put it in, okay, listen to the Mama Muscles. Yeah, right. He sells as much as Mad World for the weed. <laughs> I was good at watching an episode they just put out about Anarchy Reigns. It says, well, Mad World sold about 80,000 copies. I was like, oh, I'm good at of... Me and my mates love that game. Nobody You're one else of did.
1: the 80,000.
2: Oh my, mates are watching watch it in Edmund. <laughs> big boots at top Close clotheslines Rhino I'll undertake a brawl with both members of the Canadians outside in the ri- oh, not in the ring, in the crowd even. Then the Denim Boys run out and make French wine out of Kane's grapes. <laughs> with about 99 chair shots. Nice of Undertaker to abandon his brother like this.
1: (laughs) What a cunt.
2: Yeah, what a cunt. He's too busy doing crime. He's
1: too busy doing crime.
2: (laughs) Kane is hit so often that he just stops reacting to the shots and Rhino becomes the hardcore champion and Triple H music plays to celebrate this great title. Oh, that was
1: fucking grim. Oh,
2: and then Undertaker runs in to chase them off afterwards and picks up the bits of Kane that still (laughs) float. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Do you reckon that before they went to the, to the ring, like Triple H just like, he went to the music man and went, uh, I come from down your way. Uh, he went to the music man and went, look at that over there. Uh. So as he looks, he just cues up his music. <laughs> Just like because like you're He's in doing there. side of hand, pen and tele trick. Is
2: this uh, your card
1: <laughs> Wow, it is. It's like you're in there. How with, you do that? You're in there with fucking Steve Austin. Oh, we're gonna play Triple H's music. <laughs> Make sure you play my music, not the fucking WWF champions' music. Yeah. Get Ben. That was ridiculous. Poor Rhino. But Rhino. Well, he won the title, to be fair. Yeah. You know, got a, And that's a big win for Rhino, actually. Big win for Rhino. I like that he's standing up to uh to, to guys like Kane, like he he hangs in there with them. He worked his last indie show the day before this match aired, because oh. he still had a couple of indie bookings to tie up. Oh, that's apparently, to nice. uh, honour them. Yeah, he he wrestled Tommy Dreamer at Border City Wrestling in Windsor, Ontario, Just Canada. Yeah, they took a page right out of Paul Heyman's handbook as Scott Demore, who'd refed the previous bout, beat Dreamer in an impromptu match to win the title with help from Otis Apollo and Johnny Swinger. Mikey Whitwreck then hit the ring, challenged Demore to an impromptu match, and beat him to win the belt. They returned during the 6th at Old Castle, Ontario with the same crew, plus a supposed appearance by Davey Boy Smith. Bulldog sighting is imminent! Right, it really is doing the Heyman. Not only doing mobile title changes, but
2: talking bollocks. <laughs> Have you seen, whenever I do Twitch, people always ask if you play the, the British Bulldog, um, Burger King advert uh, Yeah. the Daily Sport. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? My life story, only in tomorrow's Daily... As is it Daily? Whatever. Eat a burger! Eat a burger! It's just... You can like, like certain northeast wrestlers when they're cutting promos. They try and have their own identity, but they can't escape that accent.
1: But <laughs> no what do you do? We did um, uh, myself and Jack no, no, no. Atkins did a, a version of it. Did you? Hang on, <laughs> see if I can find where it was. It was a long. It was a a while ago where we actually did a video about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. I did tag him in it, didn't I? I did. Because yeah. look,
2: look, we love David Boy Smith. Oh, we oh, do. Oh, yeah, please. But we can't. No don't one. get it twisted. Even his family, you're not going to say, oh, yeah, he was great at promos. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bestseller. Are you hungry? Do you want a free burger? It's a regular sized cheeseburger, but it's tiny. It's
3: <laughs> yeah. It's like he's holding up one of those gummy burgers. Give us <laughs> <laughs> <this> fucking bread. <laughs>
1: Ha a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It is the best. Burger! <laughs> get a burger, you bastard! Free burger! Get down your garbage! My life. My life story! <laughs> My life story! Down the mill! Uh, the Wigan them, Mines! Down the Wigan Mines! So expect a possibly a Davy Boy Smith appearance at Border City Wrestling. From the Wigan Mines Take to your, Border get City Get your free poutine! <laughs> Only in the Daily Canada, tomorrow. <laughs> Get a poutine burger she's down your just, gullet. He's holding you're it twice. in his hand, just
2: leaking everywhere, the gravy, the potato. <laughs>
1: uh, speaking of Regal as well, because we had him in the opening. Oh segment. Yeah, we did. That, that bit we were uh, about. We're right. returning to Regal's uh, home country on the 5th of May for WWF Insurrection. Uh, so, And they've announced this week, they've announced the full card for Insurrection. So if you're watching on sky sports at this point uh-huh. you will have had commercials running as if they are part of the show proper nudge nudge wink wink they're not we were all hoodwinked like it's canon it's not canon they've just put a house show on box office um <laughs> they were running so they're running adverts for it in the uk and australia actually uh, for the show in earl's court you want the card the full oh. card uh yeah
2: <laughs> you also get the card, and then what it actually was, because if I remember correctly, they changed all but one of the announcements. Oh, announcer.
1: okay, okay. Two well, you, I'll, I'll load up the. You pull
2: up the card.
1: Um, do you want me to start going through the card, and then we can compare notes?
2: Sure. While you're doing that, I'll as it load up there. Wait, they've got a card called Insurrection, and it's in England. It was Oliver Cromwell. Book.
1: <laughs> Go on. Okay, right. So, Insurrection 2001, the card currently looks like this. Uh, Hardcore Holly versus Perry Sutton. Oh.
2: All right. Uh, Starting from the bottom no, now would, here. they
1: that turning the Radicals and the, the Mollies six-person mixed tag match. Uh, Crash Holly versus d Malenko versus Spike Dudley for the light heavyweight championship. Uh, and now they mix them two together. Uh, Grandmaster Sexy versus Rhino. No, Grandmaster Sexy took on Eddie Guerrero. Uh,
2: Was Rhino on this card? Uh, No. Uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Test for the European
1: Championship. Grandmaster Sexy, Test was not on this card. Okay. um, A battle royal featuring Lita, Trish Stratus, Ivory, Jackie and Molly Holly for a shot at China's women's title. How about get your filthy
2: women away from our (laughs) wrestling rings? No women at all. Uh, Bradshaw versus The Big
1: Show. Oh, that did happen. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we got that. Um, The Dudleys versus X Factor versus The Hardys versus Edge and Christian. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would happen. Um, Chris Jericho versus Kurt Angle. No, Jericho versus Willie Regal for the Queen's Cup, which originally was meant to be Willie Regal versus Chris Benoit for the cre- the Queen's Cup. They must have done Angle in the two out three falls match. Mm. Um, Triple H versus Kane for the Intercontinental Championship. No, <laughs> and Steve Austin versus The Undertaker for the WWF Championship. Again, no. Uh, the Undertaker <laughs> defeated. The- Steve,
2: the Power Trip—that was her real name. Yeah. The Power Trip: Steve Austin and Triple H for a handicap <laughs> match where Undertaker could only win the title by pinning Austin. So <laughs> I guess he pinned Triple H. Basically, yeah. yeah okay.
1: <laughs> two could man, see that finish coming. I must admit, the two-man Power Trip doesn't sound as good as Double Denim. Although, my like, I I I shied away from mine because in my notes I've called them the Dad Gene Mafia. I like but that. But I prefer Double Denim. <laughs> I like them as Double Denning. So, Insurrection's coming up soon. You want to do a watch along for Insurrection? Mm, fuck no. Okay, fine.
0: <laughs>
1: I might find someone else to do a watch along for Insurrection. Oh, oh, well, if you're going to do it anyway, then oh, yeah. Oh, look at it. I'm going to we'll replace ya. you. Oh, get? yeah. I, yeah, might I thought I get we watched a guest in.
2: We have House Show.
1: I might get a guest in. I <clears throat> might get an American. We should get an American to watch it.
2: We'll get UK Undertaker. Oh, do you reckon it's available? <laughs> You haven't seen this before, have you? Look, <laughs> wow! is this part of the canon?
1: No, no.
2: <laughs> but wait, this—I just realised what we have to watch it because this is the one that gives us the Aston Slod Out sign.
1: <gasps> I think it does. Wrestling fans are born stupid. Sure,
2: oh, I love that sign.
1: <laughs> All right, so After that would get hard to deny that Gallup survey when you remember that there's a uh-huh. sign saying Aston Slod Out. <laughs> Hey, we we resemble that remark. If you wrote that sign, get in touch. We get a replay of Kane
2: getting smacked by chairs, and Kane says, where were you guys when I was on fire? <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, it's right to censor. Wait, they're still together? Yeah, I thought they were done. I thought last week they got tested. Uh, <laughs> Michael Cole points out that their losing streak, currently going as Richards lost to Kane in a hard match on Raw, but tonight they face the APA and Kai and Ty. But according to Taz... Kai and Tai weren't happy with Big Show's swerve last week and paid to have the APA help them beat up Big Show. Big
1: Show is now feuding with Kai and Tai. There was a thing on Raw that that potentially got them in a bit of trouble. Um, so... Big Show. I think I know this story. Yeah. So we won't say the word. Um, Ah, yeah, yeah,
2: you talk about this in the World of Wrestling interview when I was a
1: kid never saw the footage. Is this this Raw? It's the Raw. Yeah, because on the Raw, because they don't play the bit, but they're they're adamant that Big Show says to Shane McMahon on Raw, did you see what I did to those two goofs, Kai and Tai? But we don't think he said goofs. We don't. He said
2: something it, nasty. It, Big Show was very apologetic. That well, it's like I didn't say it, but just was you know. <laughs> it's like you uh, said.
1: It sounded like he said something else. But yeah, Big Show feeding with Kai and Ty.
2: I've got checked. I wonder if it's like if they did they censor it or so in so RAW. I didn't check the the actual yeah. Actual raw, but
1: I know I know there was a, there was a clip of the chat backstage where they did that thing where they do like a quick white fade mm. to, to move it along. Yeah. So they don't show it. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Big Show's Kai and Tai feud. Like, I don't know whether this is uh, like a promotion for Kai and Tai or a relegation for Big Show. Probably the latter. It, it's a relegation for Because <laughs> Kai and Tai are on telly more than ever now. Yeah. So it's kind of a promotion for Kai and Tai too. Yeah. In punishing Big Show for being fat. <laughs> mean, isn't it? It's mean. <laughs> Gets worse later. Oh, yeah. Steven starts off
2: with Funaki and in the world of losers, Funaki is king.
1: <laughs> Richard
2: strikes Taka into right to center's corner so they can gang up on him because they're officially the lowest tier now that MSP have gone to Puerto Rico. <laughs> or Memphis, Via whatever. Memphis. Yeah, that famous Memphis. Puerto Rico route and the old love. <laughs> Venus misses a giant crossbody off the top. That would have done little if it actually connected. APA gets sick of attacker not being able to tag out. It all turns into a pub brawl with Bradshaw power bombing Steven and double choke chokebombing Bull. Then Taka lands a weird-looking knee up the top to pin Bull, mild pop. Nice to see Bradshaw and Taka's friendship from 98 is still alive and well.
1: <laughs> I remember that in 98. They were yeah. a team were they against against what was then Kaientai. Yeah, because then against Bradshaw was like,
2: hey, Come here, you little Japanese person. You, you don't know our ways. Here's alcohol. And Taka's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. We don't know what that is yeah. in Japan. We never get drunk. <laughs> Drugs are very much frowned upon, so we all get shit faced. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, Budweiser. Yeah, cheers, pal. It's
1: true.
2: Yeah, it's true. And he's like, oh, wait, I can't drive. Ha ha ha. Oh, whatever.
1: Isn't it funny?
2: Yeah, Big was like, oh, and it cancelled
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> How
2: dare you do the pressure me, Something like that? <laughs> That's just
1: because just... all of the audiences boo me and they blame it on Marilyn and the heroine. Where were the parents at? Look where it's at.
2: <laughs> Look, Big Joe, because you're so fat and useless, we're just gonna censor every second word you say, just to be sure. That's not
1: like, beep, beep. We're so fat and useless, we're gonna censor every other word. Sounds like the Tasmanian That's devil. Fair, Shane. <laughs> glad you agree. I hate Japanese. No, you don't. I'm <laughs> not and don't. Yeah. Now I sound racist. <laughs> I, I not hungry. No, that's what meant. No, done. I, <laughs> <laughs> I hear you're a racist now, fat bastard.
2: I hear you're a racist now. When do you get time to be racist? Is it between Burger Kings? <laughs> the only shitting takes up most of my day. <laughs> I don't know what accent that's supposed to be now. Let's move on. Ooh, dumb I heard Burger King and I instantly went back to Yorkshire. You know, i was supposed to be like an Irish bloke. <laughs> anyway, never mind all that mild racism bollocks Tommy Maddox curses a lot in an attempt to get the XFL interested looking yeah, yeah, yeah. JR Aventura clips are played over the million dollar game between the San Francisco demons and the LA extreme <laughs> which is French for the extreme but it's <laughs> I wrote that I wrote that
1: Mate, these are some of your best notes.
2: Oh god, they're
1: amazing. It's
2: still not explained how the million dollar game works. Again, the winning team wins a million dollars. Yeah, but think... that's split between how many
1: people. Yeah, it doesn't seem like as much then, does it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like it's... that twenty million dollar game of cricket that uh, that uh, that Stafford guy did when he when he when he that, that very illegal con man who tried to buy cricket america that ali stanford thing i haven't heard about this no so it's a guy who got an american uh, entrepreneur in speech marks who who wanted to essentially run a 2020 tournament with the winners getting 20 million dollars and and as it all unfolded it turned out he was just a con man like he just took money from everybody and just left rack and ruin everywhere he went eventually it all caught up with him but he was really embroiled in the cricket he loved the cricket did, uh, did did Ali Stanford, did Alan Stanford and he ran this twenty twenty tournament and there was a UK team and uh, they all their, and there's there's a, there's some great clips online of of Stanford who just loved the limelight of being this big old Texan. I love the cricket, mate. And there was fo- like there was a there was a bit with all the wives of the cricketers. And he insisted in going in there and getting photos with them all on these laps and stuff like that. While the game's in progress, he's walking around like all the celebrities going, hey, why are you making my cricket then, boy? He's a fucking monster. He sounds pri- amazing. He's in prison now. he got the shit kicked out of him a few years ago. <laughs> just a real nasty piece of work. There's oh. a brilliant podcast uh, on the BBC Sounds app, uh, which is uh, all about it, and it's hosted by Greg James from Radio One. It's really good.
2: Undertaker asks some losers where the commissioner's office is. <laughs> some and they're like, over there on the left. He's like, thanks. And there's a dramatic pause and says, hey, better call 911. <laughs> and I, I, want... I, put, I put, okay, crime, Inc.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to which, if I were there, I'd have gone, which service do you need? <laughs> yeah, Just yeah, call, call them. <laughs> Policeman, ambulance, fire engine.
2: Call, I'll call everybody. Call the centurions. Just
1: look, I've just been told by Undertaker to call you. I, I presumed you'd know what it meant.
2: The Undertaker. Oh, someone's dead.
1: Oh, Crime Inc. Oh, Crime, yeah, yeah sure. Oh,
2: Crime Inc. Alright. Yeah, we've got a file on them. Rubbish. Watching Steven Seagal films like Make a Note. Alright, do that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Grandmaster Sex A's backstage. Uh, checking out his reflection in Eddie Guerrero's European title. <laughs> Eddie says, Hey, what are you doing? And he goes, Hey, don't sweat it, dog. And then he's like, Oh, I see, you're calling me dog. He's like, no, 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 no. And he just keeps on continuing there with his crazy southern hi- hyena from
1: Lady in the Tramp gimmick. Like, you're a hot tamale. Oh, so you're saying I'm a tamale. No, dude, that's not what I mean. I mean, you're a stupid fucking Mexican. No, you're calling me. Oh, what a, big, a, big what show. a terrible mistake.
2: Luckily, though, Big Show was there. He goes, he called you a beep.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no,
2: stop censoring me. I didn't say
1: anything. I called him a beep. Stop, no!
2: <laughs>
0: this is horrible!
1: I think you're a beep. No, I didn't even... You're making it worse. Oh, Big <laughs> Show. It's lose a Big Show's back, baby.
2: Never uh, mind <laughs> that, here's a license plate that's just shown up. <laughs> I'll do my joke that before.
1: It's fr- floating
2: on its own. That's what the zoom
1: in is, like... It's floating on its own. One It's not even attached part. to a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the only wrestler they've got for WCW. <laughs> it shows up like, license, please. Fuck, you know what? Here's the thing, right? Here's the here's the saddest thing. We talked about it about twenty minutes ago when you said, "Who's the biggest star that WCW's got at the moment?" Oh, no, yeah. It's Shane McMahon.
2: It is here. He is
1: technically. If you were to run like a two K twenty two my GM mode with the roster that they have for WCW plus Shane McMahon, the company would insist you put the belt on Shane McMahon as he's your most over character. Uh, yes. Isn't that depressing? Yes.
2: I'll say the joke I said beforehand. It says, uh, WrestleMania won. No, they didn't.
3: <laughs> and
2: yes. I've uh, liked the XFL right now. There goes the money. It's Shane McMahon. <laughs>
3: That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN.
0: Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
2: Undertaker and Kane, oh, this segment. See Kane in his British office with his chamomile tea and colour with the letter U. Undertaker (laughs) knocks the crockery away, which isn't very nice, and demands a match tonight. With the REC. Willie declines, so Kane sets his bin on fire. <laughs> via the power of uh, Special Affair. Oh, no. Regal agrees, because he doesn't like his bin being on fire, but doesn't budge <laughs> on giving them the two-denim power trip. Until Kane sets his pun on fire. Oh, no. Not my rotor on. So it's Undertaker and Kane versus REC, with the winners getting quad-denim. At a later date, Regal makes it no DQ and it looks like, yeah, crime. <laughs> Kane then sets the desk on fire, has his way of saying, thank you, Regal. I really appreciate it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't, be, I don't be around when one of these suckers makes a speech.
2: <laughs> Crowd didn't seem into this
1: segment. Which probably <sighs> cost a bomb, do you think, Tom? Okay, so, I, okay, first of all, I think there should be more done with Kane as Firestarter, Twisted Firestarter, because they never really played on the fact that he he was just, like, somebody that could produce... Because the the, yeah. the, the, the the story they're trying to tell is that Kane can produce fire at will, but the thing is, they shoot it in such a way where, like, we're looking at Undertaker, solely Undertaker and Regal, and then cut to the left, and the bin's on fire. I love it. If they cut a little bit too soon, Kane's standing over the bin with a box of matches. <laughs> come on. Come on. And then runs back
0: round.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> come on, you bastard.
1: <laughs> yeah, Twisted Fire started is. I want more oh. of this. I want him just to start random fires more places. And it's also, it's the great wrestling bollocks, isn't it? Like, this guy has these long competitive matches with people. Just fucking set him on fire. <laughs> it's no DQ. Oh, I'm in an arm lock to Triple H. Oh, God, how will I get out? Set the cut on fire. There you go. I'm out. <laughs> and Rigo's
2: just like, aha, make it no DQ. Oh, no, I shouldn't. You can use your fire powers. And Kane's like, I wouldn't use that against a human being. That's, <laughs> that's against the cool I'm, Kane code. I'm not a monster.
1: <laughs> what do you think? What do you take me for? I'm a hornster.
2: And he like, "No, not not my bin, on my plant, on my desk, all the replaceable items." <laughs> God, I'll have to go to the shops to get another one of them.
1: Oh gosh.
2: And oh, they don't do DFS. <laughs> in, I don't know where you get furniture from in America.
1: They probably do DFS, don't they?
2: I did not I literally have no idea. they have, they have DFS. To to Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> We get all our gear get, from get, sporting goods. Get an athletic desk.
1: <laughs> get a desk that can run very far.
2: A desk with a little that t- shows how much money WF have lost this week on the <laughs> XFL. Grandmaster heads to the ring, and he is sponsored by WF The Music, featuring Pi, Foot Locker, and Chef Boyardee. Three things you can eat if you're Tony Atlas. <laughs> we had a long smackdown <laughs> Grandmaster sex hate takes on Eddie Guerrero for the European child
1: commentators- European child
2: shut up commentators <laughs> it's
1: because
2: I wrote European champion I tried to correct myself but I'm just still reading from that commentators point out how unhappy he looks Brian's big bumping noise making performance only has residual heat here from his too cool run with noticeable any chance during the match uh Brian delivers a sexy, crazy running bulldog on the ramp, which I was surprised at, but misses a crossbody to make him really cross body. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. GM gets the advantage and delivers loads of moves to Eddie, who doesn't get much of a chance to show what Eddie can do. No. Suplex from Grandmaster and Taz gets mad A sexy goes for the hip hop drop rather than go for the pin, but Eddie shoves the referee into the ropes to cause GM to plummet and the champ roll-up To retain, this was ninety percent sexy, and he has got a lot of big bump and cool style. Crowd's like, oh yay! You're alright in the singles, but we also like Eddie.
1: They love Eddie because like he he's so much fun to watch. Is Eddie yeah. Guerrero like he's so slick with the way that he cheats, mm. like how he rolls around him white to get the pin and puts his feet on the ropes yeah. as he does and stuff. He's very very cool. Yeah, it's during this match that uh, Michael Cole said, uh, WWF are coming to Texas." And I think this would yeah, yeah, only be a spot it. where you'd have, um, where you'd have great where you'd have like local. I reckon here they, in the UK you would have had like an advert for insurrection. Ah, oh. you would have done like an insert. But here they're, they're plugging uh, house shows in Waco and Tyler, Texas for next week. Um, I forget Waco's A Name of a Police. Yes, exactly. I would. I, I read that and i went, oh yeah, it's a thing, yeah. isn't it? Uh, from the Observer, they really split the cards up pretty evenly between Waco and Texas. Although Waco got the big Steve Austin, Triple H versus Undertaker and Kane match. But that ran before the intermission. So the final match of the Waco show, uh, it was Jeff Hardy beating Dean Malenko. <laughs> Christ. Other top Ooh, matches... They often do that. The top matches from Tyler which happened at the same time, was Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho, Dudley's versus Edge and Christian and X Factor, and the main event was Bradshaw versus Steve Regal, in which the loser has to salute the winner's flag. Fuck. Imagine going to a house show headlined by, I mean, Regal's great. Regal and Bradshaw yeah. in a event flag event. match. And then, main a, event. and then in Waco, you put Austin, Drew Bates, and Kane on before the intermission. They used to do that back in the day with Hogan so that, you know, they could get away and get the next town, everything. Uh, That's what it was probably for but, then, I would imagine. Because at this point, like, WWE are running on fumes in terms of talent. So it probably is just so Austin, Triple like H yeah. can have an early night. They're doing two, two house
2: shows on one night. We're back to that. Mm.
1: Wow, all right. They don't, have the, they don't have the star power too, but they're certainly going to do it. <laughs> yes, okay. This is why WWE have always been keen on the concept of the brand is the star. Because then you can just do, you can do like three or four shows in the same place with multiple different casts of people. Like you could do that. They do that now. Yeah, in theory, you do that. You, you know, in theory, you can do that now. Better than you ever could, but they were certainly trying at this point. Yeah. (sighs)
2: Vince and his two kids, Austin Triple H, are mad at Regal for making the match, but Regal attempts to explain it's no DQ. So why don't they take advantage of this? Austin then goes, "Explain how, fuck." In a weird moment, and then Vince goes to find Shane. What? Explain how? Well, you know WrestleMania where you won the title in a no DQ match. I don't understand Regal. How can we have the advantage in a no DQ match? I'm like, is this Austin's new thing where I'm heel so I'm dumb?
1: Well, he does go a little bit silly in the weeks to come. Later on, yeah, okay. But then also, Regal should have gone, lads. They set my fucking desk on fire. Where were you?
2: Fastest. she called 911 said, actually surprisingly Undertaker did it ring 911 seconds after that the fireman came in and they went they're in there boys
1: and they went thanks crime Inc that would have been a great bit yeah. that would have been so good <laughs> if they'd done that Regal the next in seven in there boys Regal like Mrs. Doubtfire
2: puh, puh. <laughs> my face is on fire you bloody tosser <laughs> hello hello <Puh, puh>, <laughs> So that's, that's what Frank Signature looks
1: up. Regal overselling air. It's all getting cursed the other day, so it's on Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh, so good. That segment was rough, but not as rough as Lugs' trainers. Now Yay. with China appearing in the sponsored bit because we don't have anything for it to do right now. <laughs> it's Linda kicking Vince at WrestleMania. Thanks, Lugs in China. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Lillian asks Edge and Christian and Rhino how they're feeling. E and C love controversy. It rules. They're the big game hunters, and have a plan that reeks of awesomeness. Rhino says nothing and strokes his hardcore title belt. <laughs> Good bit. Good bit. E and C the main event, you love to see it. Yeah. Vince heads the ring wearing his Brett Screwed Brett suit. <laughs> That is little it? brown one, yeah. That crappy brown one he had.
1: Ah, I never saw the significance of
2: this. Ah, maybe it's not, but it's just like, aha, he's recycling his crappy suits. Oh, and Trish is on Saturday Night. It's, um, I almost said Saturday night Live, sorry. So we're watching Norm McDonald bits. <laughs> Sunday Night Heat, because WF believes in it. Honest MTV, don't look at me like that. <laughs> That's the
1: same night that K Quick beat Meng, by the way. Oh, well, you have to Our tune it. That doesn't make you tune in. Then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my. Vince declined his wife's divorce request and insists he will fight it and make this marriage work. Crowd calls him something he can't say on TV as he recaps the past few weeks of McMahonism. Yeah, Shane, show up in your big dopey limo. I didn't want to buy WCW in the first place. That's great. If you got the guts, then come down the aisle and say something. Shane appears. Still Vince McMahon's theme music, which is funny. As Cole says "Their WrestleMania match was a last man standing match. No, it wasn't, you idiot. It was a first woman standing match. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give myself a yeah. It's nice, that. That's right. Pull the faces. <laughs> Shane apologizes to Vince for not kicking his censored a long time ago. Whoa, whoa, hey, only Big Show can say that, Shane. Calm down, <laughs> lad. <laughs> Jesus. Some fake cheers added for the WSW mentioned. <laughs> it's like, I bought them great.
3: Yay!
2: Like, Thank
1: you very much. Yeah,
2: I'm sure it was really over in Nashville. Uh, Shane says Linda loved the segment on Raw and says her attorneys advised him to make like Foley and have a nice day. Vince shows a clip of Big Show and Shane talking backstage from last week. They're friends again, I've typed it. Vince insists he's under contract to WWF, so Big Show can't jump back to WCW. You can't jump full stop. <laughs> Vince has show come out. Vince even has, what? Says even Shane has to admit that Big Show the biggest disappointment in the business. Is... Boy, are they rough for them oh, the last few weeks.
1: This whole segment from here
2: is yeah. just weird. Vince shows some old promos of Shane from last year burying show to his face. Quote, you unmotivated pea brain slob. <laughs> Also, may recaps of that. Which way did he go? Which way did he go? And also the cement block to mind us he was gone for ages, and not because he was on the seafood diet. <laughs> Vince asks, which way will he go, to WF or to WCW? Vince reminds show he squandered his opportunity, but he still has potential. Big Show takes all that in consideration. And gives Vince McMahon a chokes that. No, he doesn't. He gives it to Shane instead. Because why wouldn't you want to stay with Vince McMahon after all that? Vince declares that Backlash, big show will take on Shane McMahon. Last man standing at Backlash in 10 days. Oh, that's why Cole said Last Man standing at the yes. start. Ah, that's I why see. he got confused. Oh, that's why he gets paid the big bucks. <laughs> they're not, they're not being clear at all about the what recruiting for WWE oh, means exactly. No, so,
1: this was all bullshit. Yeah, Cause...
2: this was like uh, Big Show's chest, a bit flat, and I had no desire to see this match after Big Show kind of take on Kai time. <laughs> what do you think, Tom?
1: All right, so... Now, I don't mind the whole thing of Shane kind of having a casual chat with some, Because we've seen him having, like, a chat with people like Jericho, people like Angle, people like Billy Gunn. He's like, hey, my people call your people. The clip they show is Big Show backstage going, oh, hey, Shane, Uh, did you see? you want to see my match? And Shane's like, nah, mate, I've I've got stuff on, but I hope you're all right. You know which country I hate? I mean, I could... (laughs) I beep, beep. No, I mean, I like...
2: Big Show gets that map of the map of the world from Animaniacs. Alright, beep 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 beep
1: beep 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 countries I'd like to eat <laughs> oh god <laughs> but he did this thing he's like do you want to watch me much he's like "She's like nah I'm good oh but we should hang out and like go for a drink it's like, nah, maybe see you yeah. later. Like, like, Shane does not want anything yeah, yeah. to do with he's Big like, Show. Is contagious, get away yeah. from us. To which then, back to the ring where Vince goes, yeah, I see you, Shane, trying to recruit the Big Show. And Shane's like, no, I'm genuinely not. Well, Big Show, look at all the times this guy, who suddenly likes you, has slagged you off. So Shane's like, I have not said I liked him at any point. To which Big Show's like, ooh, he was bad to me that time, and now he's nice to me. I've not be nice to you. I want nothing to do with you. Vince like, well, are you going to join him? She's like, I don't want him. (laughs) <laughs> it's like they neither yeah. of them want him so they're going right you should have him then you should have the big show no i don't want yeah. him well you should have him vince no shane you should have the big show this whole segment was just weird because it yeah. was vince just yeah shane doesn't want the big show on the wcw roster just had him thrust upon him
2: The simulation for the match is, if Shane loses, he has to keep Big Show.
1: (laughs) I have a job!
2: No, you can't say that. (laughs) Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, you don't have a job. (laughs) I see. Anyway, moving on from that nonsense. The Lily Boys in Jericho. The smack of the night, presented by Foot Locker. It's Regal and Angle stretching Jericho with their submissions, followed by Benoit, German suplexing Angle on top of Regal. A very cool visual. Mm. And Benoit is here. Massive pop is not. Tough crowd. Oh, they are it's a... a tough crowd this week,
1: aren't they? Mm. They are very hush-hush.
2: Oh, it's a tag table match. I see. Anyway, Regal appears before the match and makes it... And makes it... No, makes it. Uh, he, announced it, he makes some
1: announcements for backlash. I've typed it very badly. I do apologise. William pretty-
2: Regal versus Jericho in a Duchess of Queensbury rules match. And Benoit versus Angle in a 30 minute ultimate submission match. Thank you, thank you. Uh Duddies get the Pearl Harbor attack. Yes, they have one of those in Dudleyville. Um, <laughs> Taz points out he's heard of the Marquis of Queensbury, but not a Duchess of Queensbury, and I honestly just now got the pun slash reference. Mm. The Marquis is it what? I got that right, Maggie of Queensbury.
1: That's the boxing rules. Oh, is it? I, I mean, I've got the Queensbury rules thing. Yeah. yeah. But, but that, the Duchess but of Queensbury. Is that's with, like, yeah. oh, that's Queensbury of... rules is what it's based on. Yeah. But Duchess of Queensbury is. I, 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 it's I, nothing, but it's supposed to be like, oh, the Queensbury rules. So it's not yeah. just a random place. I, I wonder whether this would have been more effective if Regal had just told Jericho, oh, it's a Queensbury rules match. And then the following week, you reveal... That would have been Here's what good. makes you the know, rules. Yes, Tom. The yes. Duchess of Queensbury. Yeah.
2: Because uh-huh. the Queensbury rules
1: match. Because, uh, you know, I don't know what Queensbury rules are. I don't know whether it's the thing that no one really knows what Queensbury rules are. I don't know whether that's the joke or not. I should have looked it up.
2: No, it's, um, it's boxing rules. It's, uh, the... Right. And it's an ancient, ancient expression, as far as I know. But it's just like, well, this guy made these rules for boxing and we're still
1: using them. So it's um, the Queensbury rules have differed uh, from the London rules. Uh, in major aspects, it says here. So, uh, in Queensbury Rules, contestants in boxing matches were pad- wore padded gloves. Mm-hmm. A round consisted of three minutes of fighting, followed by a minute of rest. Uh, wrestling in a Queensbury Rules match is illegal, which is ironic. And any fighter that went down uh, had to get up unaided within 10 seconds. If a fighter was unable to get up, he was declared knocked out, and the fight was over. Yeah, so
2: there's a standard of boxing that we still use this day. So, who is it in Queensbury, if you scroll up? Um ring the location, so it's oh, the
1: where is Queensbury?
2: No, 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 like it's a somebody of Queensbury, isn't it?
1: Um oh um let me see. Du, 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 du. John Graham Chambers of the Amateur Athletic Club devised a new set of rules that emphasise boxing technique and skill. Chambers sought the patronage of John Sholto Douglas, the ninth Marquess of Queensbury. Oh it's Ma- is it Marquis or Marquess I don't figure out what it was. Marquess.
2: Is I mean. it Marquess? Oh i always called
1: it Marquis of Queens... Oh well, It might be. I might be wrong. Of Queensbury, Mark who lent his rule to the new guidelines.
2: There, we <coughs> go. so it's a Mark S of Queensbury, right? Yeah. Thank you. So, there you have it. There, um, fun, boring fact. Yay,
1: we're bringing them all here. Yeah?
2: It can't all be, you know, to knock at the itching and scratchy stage in Simpsons wrestling. You either beat the game, <laughs> and Mr. Burns. Oh, he's tough, <sighs> Vince McMahon. Gives Edge and Christian, uh, Edge and Christian some Edge good looks. Shut up. The denim dudes watch the Hardys getting attacked on Raw again because they're evil. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Holly is stretching to get ready for China. Molly reminds us she's not as big as China, but she's going to do her best. And then we cut to China, flexing and looking good and just looking un China esque. We'll mm. put it here. We then show Kelly. Waiting to interview someone backstage, and Taz yells, "Why do we go from her to that?" <laughs> Poor Kevin <laughs> Kelly. Taz was that had a good effort. He's, 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 he's um, actually growing like uh, like moss every week. <laughs> <laughs> he told grandma's that actually no, that was a bad idea. You should have pinned him off the Superplex. He's made a good point about the Queen. The more the more he
1: does it, the better he's getting, and he's learning really quickly, which is good. How condescending of the coach? Because like Molly Holly's there going, "I might not be the strongest, but I'm going to do my best." and Coachman is like one head ruffle away from being a real condescending prick going, You go get her, girl! You go and you have a Who's great time! Who's a good time. girl? Who's yeah, a good girl? Really? Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine Coachman being interviewed with The Rock about the WF title match? And The Rock says, you smell. And then the coach goes, You go get him, Rocky! You go get him, you good boy! So condescending. Yeah. Javon Curse of
2: the Tennessee Titans is here. The freak. What? But wait, that's the NFL! Ah. Any mainstream <laughs> lovers better than nothing, I guess. Oh, yeah. And he holds a goal. Yeah. In the Alago series written for the Gainesville Sun in 06, the Sun Sportwriters ranked this man as the number 16th among the top 100 greatest Gators on the first 100 years of Florida football. So he's a,
1: he's a good player. Mm. Will he sign for the XFL? Uh, no. He's, a, he's um, yeah, one of the top Gators. He's, he's great to have as a, as a, as a friend on the, on the pitch, they say. like he's Like if you buddy up with him. He's a good ally. He's a good ally. Ally like Gator. Yeah.
2: I did wonder. I'm like looking at Tom going, Here comes a joke! <laughs> Noah! <laughs> what a croc!
1: <laughs> Shazam! Caden
2: Crime Caden Crime. Oh, that's not that. Caden oh, okay. Crime Inc. are uh, interviewed by Kelly, but Crime Inc. tells him to shut up and ask Austin, who told him that beating up leader and commentators made them badasses? That's a good point. It's actually, wow. All right, good line. Good shout, Crime. He says, setting desks on fire to poor commissioners, <laughs> that's a bad one. <laughs> Crime says, Christian <"Education> is seven-time <laughs> champs. Well, that must be their lucky number. That must be their last time defending them. It was. Yeah, it was. Good, it was good like prediction. It ended them. Yeah. Molly Holly is here, accompanied by Hardcore Holly's giant pop. <laughs> but not hardcore himself. But once you've got the four toilet pop, you don't need to keep them on, I guess. Do people remember that bit? Please let us know, and I'll stop bringing up the four <laughs> I toilet I Never stop
1: bringing it up. Yeah.
2: And I've just clicked the button. Everything. China out
1: next. Uh, she has her firework cannon. She blasts some fireworks into the crowd, and Taz says, I feel like I'm back in the hook! Where yeah. apparently, <laughs> they all had fireworks booters in Red Hook.
2: It was tough. <laughs> it's tough yeah. streets. We all shot fireworks at each yeah. other. Molly's taking on the women's champion, the unbuff, generic looking China, who doesn't look like she wants to be here.
1: And neither does her
2: China Nine gear, which gets no plug.
1: No, he gets a little plug from Michael Cole. A tiny plug right at the beginning, but he doesn't really labor on it. Uh, China Nine. China Nine! Or C Nine! And then he moves on. Mm. China henches her
2: way through the opening few minutes and shoulder tackles Molly and gives her the big stare. Press, slam, and pose as China doesn't look focused until Molly gets a bulldog. Oh yeah, Molly. Crossbody connects for two, but then China Road Warrior close lines her and ends it with a power bomb and an actual cover. I'm glad China's treating this with a bit more seriousness than last week, but
1: China looks like she'd rather be doing anything else. She'd rather be grouting than wrestling yeah. right now. But how sad is it? How low is the bar where we go? Well, she actually covered her this week, which which makes her a threat. That's the, how low the bar is with China during right. this. Run. This is a really. Bad run for China. Like, and and the thing is, like, there's you could potentially use what you've got to get some young talent over. I don't think she has any inclination to do that at all.
2: Yeah, I don't. We're think. near the end. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, mm-hmm. Kurt tells someone off camera to only come out when he calls them. Okay. Never mind that. In the XFL, there were three league changes and kicks and punts and takedowns and armour and a ton of adverts and Madden 94. This sport is dumb. It's so dumb. XFL, million-dollar game, etc. Tickets still available this Saturday. Jesus.
1: The finals of the XFL, (laughs) the last game of the season. Tickets still available. That's depressing. Puppet show featuring Tap. Tickets still available. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> anyway, here's a five-minute submission exhibition with Kurt. Kurt explains he's used to pinning people, and that's okay, but there's no better feeling of making someone tap out, making them go, No, Mr. Angle, I can't take your submission wrath, which is why he asked for a 30-minute match at backlash. That's why I'm going to make Benoit squeal again and again. Angle can tell from the dull expressions that the locals don't understand. So Kurt brings out three jobbers who Tom probably has Googled the names I well.
1: certainly have, my friend. The chemistry. Would you like to know who they are? I would, actually. I didn't S- recognize any of them. So Kurt Angle's exhibition, and you know what? You'll be forgiven for not recognizing them because they do not look like they are meant to, apparently. So according to uh, hmm. Dave Meltzer and Figure Four, the three in question are former uh, Heartland Wrestling Association heavyweight champion Ray Steele. Okay. Doug Basham, no. Doug the Machine Basham, yeah. yeah. And Nick Dinsmore.
2: Really, Eugene. I not, Doug not, Basham I and Ray, never Ray that. No, wow. they look
1: nothing like they do now.
2: Wow. <clears throat> Honestly, they well, look. No complete. one does, but I get you.
1: No, but they look completely different. To I mean, I mean, Doug. But, I mean, if you look long enough at Doug Basham, you see. Now you told me that, I'm going to go back Basham. and have a look and go, oh, yeah. oh okay. Ray Steel, Nick Dinsmore, Doug Basham. Those, good, those are the three that get a shoe-in yeah. by Kurt Angle. Yeah. they wow. the soon to be huge. So, so, you know, at least two of them will go on to become tag team champions in WWE. So, well done. Yeah. <laughs> at least two of them. One would, would wrestle Kurt Angle on pay-per-view. Yes! In an exhibition challenge. Ha! Ah! History repeats it's itself.
2: And you succeed. Something, something, mm. sense, a big show. <clears throat> Kurt tells Benoit to watch this and tells the three, come on, take me out. And Kurt wrecks them all. No likey, no likey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Fireman carries arm bars and front headlocks. Taz, who's steadily improving every week, does a good job explaining the holds and the suplexes too. Mm. Something he knows a lot about. Kurt goes after a guy he's already, made, he's already taken down and makes him tap out with the ankle lock just because. And Kurt gets on all fours for some Olympic, oh, sorry, amateur wrestling moves, I should say, and makes them both tap out like Gene Kelly in the 40s. <laughs> tap like Gene Kelly in the 40s. <laughs> I get out. it. I get he it. He tap out. He's tapping. Ugh, it's rotten, that. Kurt then gets on all fours again and waits for the third dude. The bombar sneaks in. Chris and Benoit, isn't it? He just rocks up. Yeah. Yeah. And Kurt's like, come on, come on. He's like, yeah, I know you. i <laughs> so the crowd goes, "Yeah, Benoit. He's like, yeah, I know, I know I'm great. I know I'm great. <laughs> he's on all fours. So and then Benoit's like, tap, tap. He's like, damn right, you'll ta-
1: Benoit. And Benoit! <laughs> ben who, he's saying yeah. to the crowd.
2: Benoit puts to the crossface for 30 seconds while Tim White, dead ref, tries to pry him off. This was a tremendous segment with yeah. both Ben looking like sub-beasts, but Angle getting to be a bit... Ha ha! But also, like no, I'm, I really will kill you.
1: No, I loved it. This yeah. was really, really good. It's just a nice showcase of Dickhead Kurt Angle. Yeah, uh, and an excellent a, 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 a use of Benoit in this as well. Simple and yeah. effective.
2: Plus, he's doing like no, I am going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing these arm bars, these exact suplexes. <laughs> that this is what I do. I'm Kurt. It's what we're doing in the match. And it's like, yeah. Liked
1: it. Very effective. Doug Basham had to take a day off from his day job to do this. Because at this point, whilst he was wrestling for OVW, he wasn't making enough money doing that and then the odd bit of wrestling. So he was actually working at a Ford dealership in Louisville,
2: oh.
1: uh, which also provided him with a retirement plan and other benefits as well. So whilst he loved oh. doing OVW, he loved wrestling. Like He had a family to feed and stuff. So he just cracked on into the Ford dealership. And then in every so he got called to do a bit of the wrestling. Yeah. He would take it full time eventually. Good for him. But at this point, he was uh, he, had, he booked a day off in lieu.
2: Oh, good fame. Good um, example of that was Matt Stryker, who cut yeah. a lot of negative mainstream publicity, which we to be love bringing up, because uh, he was using his, his sick days. <laughs> that was it. He took it yeah, out. was like, he, like no, that's,
1: you can't just leave school. <laughs> he took a sick day, and then he turned up on Raw, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, like, what so you I mean, sick. Do you know what's amazing, though, in that situation, is that, that you take the day off as sick, and then like on the off chance that you get on telly and then they go, Yeah, I want to put you on telly. And you go, Oh, I'm gonna get rumbled. Ah, oh, sod it. Yeah. Sod it. Well, what are you gonna do? Fire me, fire. You went
2: disgraced teach ex-teacher, Matt Striker. Disgraced yeah, What a great Teacher. gimmick that was. Matt yeah. striker. Word bollocks himself. <laughs> Main event. Edge and Christian take on cool, one-armed Kane and his brother, Crime Bastard.
0: <laughs> Crime
2: Bastard. Smash sport, you by JVC Boombox oh, with the nice. weird circles
1: presenting Kane getting his arm broken JVC boom 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 that's his arm (laughs) that kaboom box thing is just a fucking abomination I I won't rant on it again here because I did the other week (laughs) it's an abomination that is Jesus Christ what a a hot somebody bought that and went yeah I want this in my living room this will definitely help me get some sex with ladies yeah it's going really well with my uh, round TV my round (laughs) bookshelf fantastic and my round life (laughs)
2: round life
1: (laughs) I woke up in the morning and I'm racist and I eat three pounds of
2: toast.
0: <laughs>
1: Round life.
2: Then I lose the canteen and I'm <laughs> Is
0: that
1: Shane McMahon over there? Any chance of a job? You want to get some exercise? All, All the people. people. Beep, people. <laughs> And they all beep hand in hand. <laughs> beep and beep. And beep life. <laughs> end of an era now. Oh, end of an era. Um, I've got to talk about um, this. And I don't know whether like it's my brain being overtired as I was watching this. but Sometimes, sometimes that works for this podcast. Sometimes it works. I was in fits. Right. I was buckled over watching the start of this match. So oh, I know what you going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so Kane comes out and he's like jumped by everybody. Yeah. Keep rolling, rolling. Undertaker comes out yeah. on his bike and he goes around the ring. The hard camera cuts. <laughs> and Kane is getting a fucking deck in the ring. Undertaker just goes past yeah. on his bike like he's gone, for <laughs> this, <laughs> and drives up. <laughs> it's yeah. just so funny because obviously he's he's like my brother's getting beaten up but I've gotta do a lap yeah. <laughs> I've, I've gotta finish me lap no. It's a safety lap Kane. <laughs> safety lap. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's just, and it's the fact that he's doing it but he's not even like looking like to see he's got his head down and he's driving that's getting his fucking head kicked
2: in. The only way this would have been funnier is if Edgy Christian put like one of those mobile traffic lights.
1: <laughs> you see a roadwork, So they could stop at the ramp, like just revving his engine. Just oh, my God. Just that'd have been how I would have stopped The Undertaker in 2001. I'd have got some of those roadwork traffic lights and just put them by the rig. so He's like, God damn. And they just like, I'm maybe crying, but I'm not an idiot. I followed the, follow the, the highway code.
2: <laughs> and then, wait, 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 eventually it's like, oh, son, it drives through, and immediately there's like Canadian police car. Hey! <laughs> oh, no, the Mountie.
1: <laughs> oh, no, the Popo. <laughs> well, I remember Crime Inc. Respect the Popo. Show me your pass, uh, show me your driver's license. It's just like a piece of card that has Crime Inc. written on it. <laughs> First name, The, <laughs> the Crime Inc. <laughs> So where he's from, the Crimea. Oh <laughs> no!
2: <laughs> I love it when you laugh so hard you do your little fucking leprechaun laugh.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he t- continues to do it. God help
1: me, I'm sorry. He's <laughs> 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 thinking I'm take a go of taking a on his bike. <laughs> I was buckled. Oh, uh, it was a great Five in the moment, morning. Though. I was just buckled. Vroom from Help, brother! Vroom, vroom. In a minute, I'm just parking. Put safety park on. Mm-hmm. Awful, brother. Hang on, I'm not very good at parallel parking. <laughs> vroom vroom. It's ages. doing to... do it three, vroom. three points. And then it's like. Obviously, they try to do it on the QT, because obviously somebody comes and collects Undertaker's bike yeah, yeah. afterwards. The match starts. You could just about hear, over all the fighting and stuff, <laughs> and somebody's driving his fucking bike back. And I just thought, what a fucking shoe on that bike yeah. truly is. Hey, Nick Dinsmore. <laughs> it's Dinsmore, isn't it? I'll yeah. take it back for you, mate. Oh, God. Oh, it was funny. Uh, anyway, end of the yeah. interview
2: you were saying. Yeah, after that hilarious moment. Kane oh. beats down Christian a lot, even with one arm. Round of distraction, gores Kane right into his arm. While Undertaker is messing with Christian. Wow, the brothers really don't care about looking after one another. No, they they're really, a bad tag team. They're an awful tag team. Hope they don't win the titles. <laughs> um, Edge works over Kane's bad arm with that giant cast wrap. Christian locks in a fancy armbar, but Kane, strong, and picks him up in one bit and then drops him. Kane sorry, Kane. Crowd love that. Crowd's mm. like, yeah, he powered out. Uh, Kane makes that hot tag, but the referee doesn't see it. Crowd hates that.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: old school wrestling, still the best. Yeah. Kane slams him in the ropes and manages a one-arm backdrop and makes the tag legit. Undertaker batters everyone like Nana's Supper. Rhino, I love saying that. Rhino chair shot Undertaker mid choke slam because no DQ, baby. Uh, Kane then tries to choke slam Rhino. The crowd going nuts, but gets sent outside until he big boots and chokeslam Rhino on the fucking ramp. Oof, <laughs> big bumps there. Rough. Then the Denimilators run out and attack, <laughs> oof, and attack Kane, leaving Undertaker alone with Edging Christian, who missed the concerto, lands a last ride on Christian to shrug off all the hard work they were doing with Kane, front <laughs> and Kane to win the last time. <sighs> Ch- Edge and Christian would be champs.
1: Oh, end yeah. of an Kane era. Kane doing a
2: great job of getting attacked by Rhino, Edge, Christian is one-armed, Austin and Triple H, and Undertaker just bravely power bombs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a great story. Then the denim formers attack Edge, uh, sorry, attack Undertaker, but run off when Kane shrugs that off. To bravely <laughs> run away as the show ends with Austin's music playing. Even though Undertaker and Kane won,
1: well, tri- uh, well Triple H's played his music say, earlier, yeah. so it's only fair. It's only yeah, but like you're right, Undertaker and Kane won the match. Like, why are we not playing their music? They're yeah. the new champions. Yeah, and the kind of the last shot we kind of get is them sort of raising the title belts yeah. as well, smiling, like, goes on. Yeah, ah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's selling it, which is yeah. nice. Well done, Kane. Good salad. Yeah. The Brothers of Self-Destruction. They are a <laughs> rubbish tag <laughs> they team. They are fucking awful, mate. And you know what? It's like they're going to only get worse this year. Like, I, I remember oh. seeing, I remember one being yeah. an absolute stinker of a year for Undertaker and Kane, as much as we love Kane. No, Kane, Kane
2: at least has a few highlight matches we'll get into later on. we to jack the jobbers. There's uh, yeah. Island Grapp's
1: coming up soon. Yes, it is indeed, isn't it? He has
2: a. I remember the chain match he has with Triple H. Being a bit of our right as well, day. yeah. But Undertaker, Undertaker is just undefend- undefendable. He is rotten this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: bring it on. Uh, what did you remember from this SmackDown? Good question. I have no friggin' idea. I, I know much ta- of I'll, any of this. I'll stuff tell you, you what you think it. about it. I'll tell you mine. I I remember b- b- being the tender age of seventeen and being annoyed about Undertaker and Kane winning the tag titles like that because I have always been a bit like precious about the tag team division being tag teams mm. and then the idea of just putting two people together and having them win the belts annoys me i know i want to a of brothers and they've had a few matches as a tag team but i was annoyed like how almost quickly they dispatched and how outclassed edge and christian seemingly were for some of this um, so I was—I remember being annoyed about that, but obviously, you know, ends justify the means. It leads to a, a big match involving all the belts. So we
0: e- we mm. get there.
1: There's a reason to get there. Yeah. I just felt annoyed about the tag titles being f- just handed to Undertaker and Kane, yeah. who, were, who were on a bit. In 17 year old me, I was on a down slope with them both. They were both a bit crap to me, but like Kane, not so much now. <laughs> oh yeah, like no, I can appreciate Kane, that. Kane's, a, Kane's a meme now.
2: It's fine. Yeah. Uh, The Kurt Angle segment. I remember Mm. liking it because I was really invested in Benoit and Angle's feud at this point. And I was really looking forward and excited for the submission match. I don't remember it being very good, but (laughs) we'll get onto that later on.
1: See, that was something I forgot from this episode, the whole submission segment. I forgot all about it. You know, I was
2: like the crowd. Whenever Benoit would just show up and say, ah, crossface, I'm like, yeah! Yeah. Because that move is just so well protected and established and stuff that made the rock tap out. Not really. Uh, Twice or so, prove, prove me wrong, mm. and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, get him.
1: Or something you forgot. That match, that was what I forgot. Oh, okay. That was the bit I forgot was that thing. So I'm going to yeah. put that in as my thing that I forgot. Like, a great segment, and it's funny to look back and see actually who who some of these people were. Yeah. But I'd forgotten all about it. Yeah. It was great. Uh, you know the thing I forgot? Go on. Big show feeling with kind. Tai. <laughs> and losing. And <laughs> losing.
2: Big fat oh, loser. Sh- Kai Tai. <laughs>
1: Lowest tier. No, sorry. Step up because they beat the Big Show and right the censor. He's. Uh, it's either again. It's either a push for Kai and Tyre or a demotion for Big Show or a bit of both. It's certainly. It's certainly a punishment for Big Show for being. Indeed. Fat. Ugh. Hey. Yeah. Just. Ugh. So that was SmackDown. This I need to go check week. out that that bit on Raw because remember go, him go. in
2: World of Wrestling Magazine. He was like, No, no, I didn't say that. I'm really, really sorry. Go, go. God, I'm not sorry that I said.
1: You know, Go check it. See if it's there. See if it's actually there. Um, what have you got coming up? I've got beep.
2: No, I've got a
1: <laughs> beep, beep, beep beep
2: beep 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 beep. I hate those. No, I have uh, the the uh, weekly podcast that me. I'm not going to say who it's with because it changes every week. <laughs> but it should be
1: as it as it stands. It should be you t- all the you three Jack and Ross. The, yes. the Holy Trinity. Card subject to change. Like the card for Insurrection 2001, which 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 you will have heard by now in terms of the timeline because this goes out on a Saturday of course so time is a construct of human perception yeah, this is like when you found out that the free birds lost their tag title before they won <laughs>
2: yeah. it you're like you know what i i understand that now so we by the time it.
1: you've heard this uh that show's gone out and the Cultolic podcast uh curse has happened once again yes yes it has uh good old Curse. It's, up, it's up there with the the last of the summer wine curse where all the so <laughs> the joke richard herring makes. i know here
2: we go because yeah,
1: yeah. they're all old actors it's just like every time one of them dies of old age he's like the curse strikes again <laughs> the curse of last of the summer wine <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> that's great that is that's um... great
2: yeah, uh, there's a new Botchmania out.
1: Yay! Don't like it. Chris Denker's
2: in it and he's not happy using in it. Oh, he's so.
1: livid about being in it, Ooh, isn't he? Denk ops. It's Matthew with two F's. That's me. Oh, jeez. So, yay. Very nice. And Mustafa Ali, because he's
2: back in his baby yeah, face and he's happy Ali to be gave in the beach. he name dropping Botchmania stuff. I love that he did that. You
1: can tell when people are miserable at work, like, you know, I'll just do a botch Mania reference. Do you know what? It's nice. Can't that be that asked. It's nice when they do that. It's nice hearing it on Because w- I know so much of it, people do it very deliberately.
2: Yeah. They know why. Yeah, I know because right. they DM me going, "I hope you liked the brother." Oh, look what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I said you put more effort in that than the ring ropes in Newcastle, and they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's, there's that, and
1: some other stuff. Uh-huh.
0: I've got. I'm enough, working on. But I'm I,
2: gonna say it
1: yet. Yeah. No, I've got a few things I'm working on that I can't say yet. Otherwise, oh. I'd plug stuff. It's rare. It's rare that I don't go. I got this and this. this yeah, yeah.
2: This, 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 this. Yeah, because I've realised now I should only announcing I'm doing stuff when I've like started to work on it but mm. I saw an interesting little picture JPEG thing it's a good way to end the show I guess but it says mm-hmm. like I'm both a perfectionist and a completionist so I'll panic about things that I haven't even started on
1: <laughs> anyway, oh it's me
2: that is no. you
1: no it's like it doesn't even exist yet I'm front <laughs> about it well so. we'll panic about uh, this no longer because it is now done that is the cold dollar classic smackdown oh. review. you for this week he is at Matthew Greg on Twitter I'm at Tom Campbell on Twitter we're at Colt on Twitter don't forget to join us unless you're a broke stupid beep beep beep
2: and if you are see you on the Twitch streams
1: every Sunday
2: (laughs) on 8pm EST love you bye bye windjammers